Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This is it. On the 30-meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long-range shot for Manessa. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. Hello and thank you very much for tuning in to this week's delayed uh, episode of the Irish NRL show. Obviously on the back of this morning's Game of Origin, Game 1. Um, as always, delighted to be joined by Latash. How are you mate? Y'all good? Yeah, not too bad. A bit disappointed from this morning's fixture, but that's the vibe. There's always the next one. Yeah, well look, we'll get to it now. I still think it was, it was an exceptional game. Yeah, it was a classic. It was a real classic. Especially Staying with Origin. Yeah. Once it's not a blowout, it's always a classic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look, we'll uh, we've a lot to get through tonight. Obviously, we've, we've the abridged round thirteen games, which obviously is only four games. We'll do an origin kind of review as well as a a preview for round fourteen, and then a quick glance at kind of what's going on here domestically, and um, a few call offs and stuff last weekend. So, uh, games kind of struggling a bit. To be fair, if we were going to be perfectly honest here. At present, um, last round of fixtures before the student championships, four nation championships here. And uh, I think based in Galway, as far as I'm aware, over the next three weeks, we do have one round this weekend. But, yeah, look, so it was without much further ado, round 13 reviews. First game, I think, is myself, Gold yeah. Coast Titans, North Queensland Cowboys. So obviously, 32 6 to the Cowboys, half time score of 6.16. I suppose uh, not to be looking at other clubs but I think it's getting to a point where you look at Madge is gone Barrett's gone Brown's gone does the pressure start to come on Holbrook um, that the media have to fill their column inches somehow and I think he could start to come under pressure well even the Tigers are ahead of him on the, on the, on the table like mm. so strange one I think he backed he, he's really backed up there like with the board and stuff like that and I think they know with injuries and stuff how, how fragile the team is if they get the big players gone like and, and or they're not playing as well as the as the money that they're on <laughs> which, is, which is the thing which I think is the bigger issue is they're not yeah. getting value for player but I suppose the counter side of that is for the Cowboys just can't kind of reiterate enough how phenomenal a job kind of Todd Payton has done 
Like, well, you'd be fairly sick now with the Warriors. Like, the well, he was back. he was he was fairly adamant. He 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 turned he knocked back the Warriors. He was like he wants to go back to North Queensland. Oh, he right. so yeah, they would be sick, I suppose. But I think he's I'm kind of you're kind of delighted for him. That he was stuck to his convictions and made seems to have made the right choice. And like I mean. If you look back, say we didn't rank them too high in this thing out of preseason previews. No one did. Um, no, wasn't wasn't just. And then to put out that performance, kind of with four four players lost Origin, um, and the players you wouldn't have planned to lose no, at the no, start no, of the season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like um, Van Dijk so, is probably the only one that there was like, maybe a stamp on. Like if he was uninjured, like he'd be gone. Yeah. But the other three lads, like even Dearden, like I, I didn't really get that eighteen man Dearden, but we we'll talk about it after. Yeah, but yeah, like and, and like Nana and Carter have have literally come from nowhere, so like it's huge. So like a win like that, it, it's kind of it's a culture thing now. It's not just a great season. Do you know what I mean? It's, he's built the culture. But the winning camp, like, as I as mm-hmm. I always say, like the winning camp, it, it's so much easier to play to go train. Like the buzz is there every time you go. Like which is unbelievable and especially the likes of getting the news about Cotter and Nanai making the team like that just amp up everybody that's in and around Absolutely. that camp and a, and a few players who are in the Origin camp like Lukey and stuff like that who mm. know they're now not a million miles away yeah um, especially with British players like, they mm, coach yeah yeah uh, quick little stat because it wouldn't be a review without a stat um, so missed tackles would you believe both sides missed the exact same amount of tackles 41 but the Titans were just asked to make 347 tackles to go by 280 so they did make 67 additional tackles yeah, so. what's the percentage of that <laughs> yeah 67 additional tackles tells you all you need to know but yeah no, we'll keep these kind of short and sweet I think uh, Panthers and Bulldogs next so it was 30-18 to the Panthers uh, second string Panthers put the doggies to the sword like they still had Thiago, Kickow, and Edwards there to help guide along the youngsters. Burton's boot is absolutely scary. Like, imagine being a fullback and sitting there going, "Yeah, I have this," and then it's twenty-five meters over your head, like just going, "Ah, oh, balls!" This like <sighs> that that one in the first half, the massive one he kicked down and, and they knocked it on, like, and then they got the, the first try off from from a kick again, like I. I I think all of Alucard's tries this year will be from the boot of Burton because they can't get the ball to him passing it so they might as well look at, at kick options on third play maybe or, or second play like, and get him behind it because like, like, that one came from that and then the next strike came from just I, I think it was third third tackle Burton just kicked it over the top like, and let him off and he's gone like it's the only way they look like scoring yeah, like, like, that's uh, the scary thing they can't go through yeah. <laughs> they have to go over the top yeah which is it's mad like and it just shows you like uh, a club like the Panthers like their system and their style of play like that goes the whole way down through the club so all these fellas that come up that have when when this time of the year comes around like they just slot in so seamlessly and it just shows you how well the club is run like from from the bottom up like and if you can't make it you go to the Bulldogs yeah <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of money I think yeah yeah it's a, it's a bit like kind of I know they've kind of fallen from grace it's a bit like the Arsenal Academy like I guarantee you'd be a professional footballer you just might be an Arsenal yeah, yeah, yeah. you play in the NRL just probably we be only have so many positions yeah 
know, I just think that the, the, the old heads that were there just fit in and had the, the youngsters that were through like even though Sullivan I know Sullivan like he'd be somebody I think for whoever pick him up if he, if he does decide to go like he is NRL quality like NRL quality and he's a coach's son so he's yeah. like a good he's cultural guy yeah. as well to have around good work rate and stuff like that mm. good kind of he knows good as one percenters yeah. Yeah. As I said, we keep these short and sweet. This one. Oh, Manly Warriors. So 44 12. Manly 24 zip at half time. Two weeks in a row, and the Warriors <laughs> have beaten themselves. I mean, they were just really poor. I, I watched it obviously, it was in a game, it was on a Saturday, and kind of was killing a bit of time, and was involved with a bit of a fixture on the weekend as well. So. Um, they just they just didn't complete at all. Um, this I, this is going to be quite stats heavy because it was a terrible game. Um, the Warriors completed nine sets in the first half, nine total sets of fourteen, and this kind of resulted in I think it was sixty seven percent possession for Manly. Um, <laughs> to top it off, that meant that Manly managed eight hundred and eighty eight run meters to the Warriors three hundred and seventy two in the first half alone. Um, yeah, look, I know we're going quite stats heavy, but you made me watch this game. Uh, I'm going to make it hurt. Uh, no, I'm only joking. Man, Manly were, look, you, you could say they were brilliant, or you could just say that they just kind of did what they had to do to be what's in front of them. I thought Garrick, kind of who was vocal about kind of his origin or representative ambitions, he was probably their key performer outside of maybe Olakatu, um, who absolutely bullied the Warriors. He was a free play. I'd, I'd, I'd say they had pain in their head like looking at them coming down their, their edge like again just going what do they do here and that's kind of like I don't know maybe slightly worrying for the Warriors because the one thing about the Warriors is they're always physical and they mm. weren't um, I know and like the Warriors out of all sides typically lose less origin stars usually golden period for them but uh, yeah look I'll give you a quick stat and then we'll, we'll put this match to one side uh, because I want to get your thoughts on Brownie I suppose uh, quick stat um, could potentially list out the team stats that I've kind of done but I just wanted to obviously again highlight Alakatu so 171 run metres a meat pie and 81 of those run metres came post contact he was dominant he was no a busy stats boy for, <laughs> busy boy no stats for tackle busts because <laughs> they ran out of numbers some of that <laughs> no, we haven't that. Yeah, good like thoughts on the whole brownie thing. Conve- convenient excuse. Well, he's he's retired from coaching today. Yes. Which is absolutely now, unless there's something behind the scenes that we don't know about, which would make it all clear. Like if he came out and said it, mm. but uh, to say that to take a job when you're in Australia, like knowing that the end product was going back home to New Zealand. And then all of a sudden, when it's, uh, I think it's next month, they're going back yeah. to say that I don't want to go back. It's a fair kick in the face for. I wouldn't. Like, if I was a club looking at that and, and maybe you had a chance, I'd never go for him ever again. No, it's he, like blacklisting. Like, that's culture. That's, that's like, like, how could you trust someone like that? Like, how could you bring him in and then your players turn around and go yeah look mate at the end of the day things got rough and you wouldn't go to New Zealand like yeah, yeah like he knew he knew that they're, they're trouble like as he said last two weeks 
the Warriors bet themselves. <laughs> like well, I, yeah. I think it's convenient, convenient excuse to be fair. But it's not the last few weeks with Matt Lodge as well. It hasn't been a great kind of advert <laughs> advertisement for tourism but, in New Zealand. No, no. Um, You'd like to know what happened really with that argument with the the CEO. Yeah. Just to see like what was the story because Lodge is a different. <laughs> I think Lodge's Lodge's version, his version, don't match up. So it's strange. Yeah they don't and look and, and there's obviously chat as well that Reese Walsh isn't going to go back to New Zealand as well let's look they're a bit of a mess at, at press um, present and I feel so sorry for them because they paid a high price to get through COVID and they're paying a high price now as a result of COVID like their whole underage structure has been Decimated. cut to ribbons yeah. like it's just a disaster there's no game over there especially when so, they're located in Australia like so NRL really needs to step up for them over the next five years um and kind of assist them as much as possible because we just can't lose the Warriors um, can lose a lot of sides we just can't lose the Warriors no it's just strange that like he says like you got the sack and then a day later he says retirement from coaching yeah taking all the like there'd be no questions no nothing he won't stand to me yeah. he won't do anything like so yeah, you see where he lands next year maybe but if I was any of them like just three clubs looking for a coach now I wouldn't go near him with yours. Well, <laughs> I think Nathan Brown's next job could rhyme with Bakefield. Um, <laughs> but I don't Yorkshire think... City. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah, maybe going to the championship. He's going to re- reinvent the Bradford Bulls. Good old Bradford. Yeah, no. Yeah. There's not much to say on the Warriors and it just shows character. It's not great. Now, picking the games the weekend, let's get to it. Come on. Hit me up. Oh, this is done with. Uh, Raiders and Roosters. So yeah. twenty-two sixteen to the Raiders. The real question is <laughs> defensive questions on the Roosters. Something's serious. Their attitude in D is not there, as as in other seasons, like where they would have been bread and butter. Like, and Robson needs to fix this because it will continue the way it is. You win a game, you lose a game. It'll just go week by week, and they'll fall out with the top uh, eight. To, by next like they're, they're eight or nine they're only sitting on the they're edge eight, of it, like, yeah. so themselves and the bunnies are in trouble I think yeah like yeah, I know the bunnies had a, a free week this week but like the roosters they're just questionable like Raiders shape is getting far better their work rate is getting unbelievable and their effort off both sides of the ball is becoming there's no if I don't want to say it but there's no superstars like on the team if you get me but they're like the cowboys. They're getting, they're creeping into that cowboys echelon of just working for them, working for each other, like, and really getting like the young players coming through. Like they're really working hard. Like uh, a great one is their ability to score in the red zone as well to come away with points. Every time Which, they went yeah, down, now I know the roosters D isn't great, like, but every time they went down near it, like they came away with something, like, or they they put the roosters under pressure. Which is, is great to see, like, and I think Ricky will be a happy, happy, happy camper going into next week like mm, yeah um, you know there's been a few like I couldn't pinpoint the change that's that's the kind of the fairest thing like you could say look forward he's it's second game Is and, but I'd say the change had come before him like there was yeah there was a switch before that like when he moved in yeah and I just yeah I don't know what it is maybe they resolve something internally um, it, it just looks like a happier camp like Mm. Like they're yeah, all so. even like they, uh, they have uh, they have 
in the shade sort of cameras on on Instagram and stuff like that, and it just seems to be a far happier camp. Like, yeah, the uh, the only thing I'd say I'm I'm probably not happy about not not happy about it. I get it. Adam Elliott um, heading on at the end of the season to Newcastle. I think he's been brilliant for us this season. I think it was just uh, a I get it. From the, yeah, he's looking for a, a, a longer contract and a, and a London base. So I think it's no, I think the, he, he could the be, partner heading the Newcastle. Well, team. Yeah, 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 and it's in Sydney, like so. Like Canberra is far, far away. <laughs> yeah, as cold as fuck it seems. Well, you say that. Um, it was cold today. It was sixteen degrees. We would have survived in Ireland in June. <laughs> yeah, in June. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's that cold. Um, but yeah, no, look, a good result. Um, trending in the right direction for now, anyway. Um, not losing the run of myself. Yeah, and your boy played well, so today. Yeah, yeah, played very well, which we'll get to right now. Um, to before out. we get into it, it might just. Battle. Yeah, it might be. Look, we didn't bridge around. It wasn't the best, but do you know what could cheer you up after watching maybe the Warriors get smashed by Manly? It's maybe clicking the link in the podcast description heading over to our good friends at usasports.co.uk and grabbing yourself a bit of US sporting apparel maybe a basketball jersey for this summer we've been promised it still hasn't arrived but yeah no definitely work usasports.co.uk click the link and I think they have a discount code at present I think it's dad20 in the run up to father's day so you can get your own by a baseball jersey or something maybe I don't know say it's for but him yeah. and then just get his size down um, or size up well <laughs> size up <laughs> size up in my instance um, but yeah State of Origin game one thoughts ooh eh, system and no system I think New South Wales have been together for so long like they really played that they played the Panthers system I think I, where the backs run out from exit sets like and stuff like that and the, the backs are very heavy carrying the ball out of out of contact and then the forwards get a break and then they play the block play block play with yellow up in front like and then you have Queensland that play off the cup are game for anything if they break a line there's four lads there all the time their pace is ridiculous like so it's 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 I know it's a tight game like it was 16-10 but sometimes the Queensland could have broke there's two or three times that Munster got the ball out of nowhere like and broke the line like if he had support or just got a right play of the ball sometimes I think Grant sort of ran into dead ends like he picked one way and then tried to come back the other way and it was just a bit helter skelter like if he just slows down looks up and, and plays what's in front of him I think they might go and, and win like it's Brisbane next like so New South Wales are against it something serious tough ask yeah that, that's good it's kind of something similar like I just kind of scribbled a few things down watching it today it was like like um, and just on New South Wales as a whole were kind of off um, Cook I thought it was off the ball he threw a few stupid passes and I kind of just thought outside of maybe Liam Martin the Panthers players are very unpanther like mm. it's probably Cleary's worst origin game and I'm not very quiet very quiet yeah. like, and kicks weren't so- great either yeah, there were times that like, you look at a kick and he is like, it was nearly off the field. Like there was a few dodgy ones that you're going. He got the slice in that, or he didn't get where he wanted. It. So the first kick, Ponga, he kicked it over the dead, the like the trailing. Mm. Ponga just to catch easy and come out with an easy set. Like especially in, in state of origin, that's criminal. Like every yeah, kick should just, be contested. In the second half, say when they're kind of chasing, the amount of times that you kind of you'd see a new set words playing. T- typically speaking, it was either Damien Cook or it was a Panthers player. And they kind of 
they get to like tackle three or four and the play would kind of break down they didn't know what to do and it was kind of they just look very uncomfortable like you said outside the structure yeah I think if they don't go for block to block to block they can't yeah. play what's in front of them because like, they're either looking for the pass and not looking what's ahead of them like yeah, which is off the cuff. Like. Um, for the for the Maroons, though, I suppose, like I think, similar to kind of the Blues a few years ago, we've seen some young players come in, and they've after given the impression that they're long term Origin stars. I suppose the three C's: Carrigan, Carter, and Cobble. Mm. Um, all three on debut, all three fantastic. Patrick Carrigan in particular, like I, well, all three in particular, but I just thought. But I think it was a time where the game was slowed down a little bit, there was nothing happening, and then he came in and, and tried to kill was it what was the winger, was it a hard two pole? Tried to kill Whiten. Yeah, Whiten. Like that was that was um, a statement of an intent like and, and it, I think it rose to Queensland for the next ten minutes, like every of that. Yeah. I'd say Lindy Collins as well. Some serious carries from Lindy Collins. He, he was so warning. big. He looked massive. Compared to other when he's, he's in uh, different jerseys, like he looks so big in the Queensland jersey. It was the venom in his runs, though. Yeah, it wasn't. There was, but he's all like, elbows and hands when he breaks the leg. He's fucking swinging that hand back. You know, going, "Oh, you bastard!" <laughs> yeah, it's the fact that the dodgy haircut and just like, yeah, you know, he means business with a buzz cut. He, he looks like fall. a like yeah. a stereotypical nineties <laughs> racist cop on TV. Yeah, uh, yeah. is what he looks like. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, and Valentine Holmes, he's like, she's bred. He's like five meters, bred for five meters fast. Are just bred for it, like they do yeah. not let the, the state down. Uh, yeah, it's like oh, Marone's first try scorer. I'd say Gaga was evens, um, but there was just there was just little plays by Holmes that you're just like, oh my god! Like there was a kick last play before halftime, mm. and he came out of nowhere to like. Knock it over the, the dead ball line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, where did that come from? Like, yeah, because uh, Munster was trying his best, and you could see Munster yeah. was struggling, and then he just tip it on. They're saying that Blues, the one thing the Blues can maybe take a bit of comfort from is they left points out there. Like, oh, Cameron Murray never does that. That Junior Paulo try that was chalked off. Mm-hmm. Cameron Murray runs through that line time and time again in the NRL every day, every week of the season, but to just stop. Yeah. Like it's just, it's kind of a just shows you they were well. off as well. Like you know, like, yeah. Like even the last yeah. play, Yao got held up just inches from the line. Like yeah, like it just shows you that they, they do have the ability. Like and this is going to be a tight, tight series. Like mm. which is, is really interesting for the next game. Like it's just the buzz of the rugby league. Like yeah, I don't know, no, if, you, if you never watched it, it's with them you just sit down and like you just go, what is going on here, lads? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. There's like a bit of controversy at the back of the game that DC's try shouldn't have stood. And I'd well, argue. I think that was you're in you're in the scrum. If you get held in the scrum, it's, you're supposed to be held in the scrum. Like, <laughs> oh, I know, but it's a, it's the fact that we, it's the fact that we get the controversy. Oh, like, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? I, whatever whatever side of the fence you stand on is yeah. probably depending on where you were born geographically in Australia. But I just love that there's talking points and stuff like that. And the only thing I'd say is I genuinely think there wasn't enough fuss made out of Tedesco's try just for half time because I don't think that pass was forward. No. The two po caught. I thought that there was. There were like two or three passes before that that were. Was it was it 
Cobble or one of them that he passed before the lane, he caught it after the lane. But if you look at his hands, his, cape his well hands passed. are going back. Yeah, his hands are yeah. all going back. Like, and um, you just see yeah. Joey on the on the on the commentary. He's like, it's never yeah. board. It doesn't matter if the ball is in front of the lane. It's his hands, like. And if if Joey is calling that for the Maroons, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's not forward. So, but you know, just thinking of tries and stuff, that was that was one I definitely thought. Um, for the Blues. I, Man, I watch Matt. You know who it was for me. Um, I thought he was exceptional both sides of the ball, Jackie Jackie Whiten. To be fair, I think he really shut up the kind of chatter about him. Not you shouldn't have been playing basically. Um, just, and then a close second. Yeah, keep on. Was right. just Tedesco. Mm-hmm. I just thought, just, especially when it was in the balance. Yeah. Every touch he brought something. Yeah, and even the, like his kick returns, he always had him guessing. Like he. He gets away from people so easy. There's one in the corner on, on the second half, and he sort mm. of went infield, then cut back in, and got round the defender. Mm. The defender didn't know where he went. Like, and only for there was another a few defenders, he would have made. He made another two, two three yards, like, mm. which mm. is gives everyone time to get back. Like, and but, then uh, for the ladies, for the ladies, he just loves getting his arse out. It's like <laughs> White got his arse out there, something serious, little fucking. Yeah, yeah. A few of them got their arses out. I think there's a lot of arses out on this play. Yeah. Um, and the, what's the, I thought that was hard funny it was uh, Whiten's high tackle on DC when he's falling it was like and they challenged he just it. got touched <laughs> it was a touch it was a touch <laughs> get up it was brilliant by whoever was in the bunker it was like yeah. he got touched <laughs> yeah grow up everyone was blowing up in the commentary like it was like if that is <laughs> given <laughs> and it's ours it's game is fuck yeah. yeah no you have to say like Whiten's Whiten's effort like in everything was unbelievable like like even coming in to close down that like he came from like four out like to kill DC like if DC DC didn't fall I'd hate to see where that ended up because he would have pulled oh, hospital <laughs> hospital as he was flying but it was and he, he put a good shot on Lindsay Collins as well the, yeah. but the hits in like the 78 minute oh, were still it was, it was non-stop like it was it was just like these boys go all day and to do, what was it they played the ball or something was Point something of a second or point three of a second more quicker than any game this year, like at the NRL, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um. In terms of anyone that kind of maybe let you down, is anyone you you kind of say, "Geez, you know what?" I think Lua, Lua, like as you said, the halfbacks for for New South Wales weren't great. I think Lua doesn't know where to come into the game. Mm-hmm. You know that way. Like Cleary is, everyone says Cleary is the man. And this is it, but Louis doesn't know his role sometimes in in the structure. And and having talked about that structure, right? And I know this is a bit of a shout, but like, do you maybe think about bringing someone like Cody Walker in, someone who thrives outside of structure, wants their structure outside him? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. so when he had Reynolds, yeah, 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 he could get Cleary to do that him, position. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it'd be interesting to see, like, because. Does he warrant his place just because he was there last year? Like, and like, if you really look back at what did he do today, like, and it wasn't much. No, like TC um, and Munster really like that's their that's the halves for Queensland. There's no denying that. Like, from what they did, without a shadow of doubt. Without a shadow of doubt. Without a shadow of doubt. And even Grant, like, I know he was injured and he had hamstring, like, but I Hunt went off early, didn't he? Hunt went off early, but Harry Grant was. Of he the two hookers on, on display think, from Rones. I think he needed yeah, to come on need. like, uh, and start running from dummy half. Like, he really he really ties down the markers 
so the markers can't bounce out like the head yeah. the A, B's and C's like he'll always yeah. pick and go and take that two steps like from, from rock play like that he brings the markers onto him and then he tips on now sometimes he's absolutely headless but I think that's a massive like cap in the feather of Billy Slayer for his first proper game to be managed and for it to be an origin game to not be afraid to make that change that early on now all the chat that's sense. coming out of camp is Billy is so organised meticulous it's, it's, yeah. it's OCD sort of stuff like like there's a great one there I think it was Cameron once oh, Cameron uh, Smith was on the captain's run and they were talking about uh, when they come into camp, like, and they be the backs are going together, and they start making plays, like, so everyone would be talking, and all of a sudden, it'd be Billy's turn to to show what his play was, and this player could have like eighteen different touches, and then all of a sudden they're waiting, waiting, and then I get the ball, <laughs> and that was the crack. <laughs> they're, they're just waiting for, and when does Billy come into this play? <laughs> it was <laughs> funny, like. But even there, there's on Instagram. I think the the Queensland like he's going into the girls. I think as well like, and even just the, the small things he does with them like it's it's really it's such such small details, the fine details he goes into for things that people might overlook, for say mm. like like every fullback he ever touched became unbelievable. Like. Yeah, like he's a pedigree with any fullback he ever got a hands on. Like look at them now. So like his small details, like the 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 minutia of the details he goes into, must be ridiculous. Like, and arguably it's probably Ponga's best performance of the season. Well, I know he he for was a gaga's try. He came mm-hmm. out through, but it was a pass and nothing. It got a lucky bounce and Cobble got away, but that was probably the only blip, which wasn't really a blip. It worked. Yeah, a lucky, a lucky. But you know that way, like he, he had the luck of the draw there today, like as well. But like in the air, he was unbelievable. Like any ball, pass any, for the for the homes. Yeah, that was a beautiful pass. Yeah, even if you look at that, like when when uh, Grant got the ball, he took two steps, gave it, and then just pongas that little bounce out. Like puts your second defender in. Ah, like he, he's going to get to me now. So like everyone just comes in that tiny bit to give Valentine Holmes like that space in the outside. Like, he just put it in by himself. Like like on touch, yeah, no hand on him. Like Joey did a lovely piece on the on the coverage too as well. It was like the pain has had ended up being to say goalpost rock. Yeah, he was probably terrible for like, Yeah. But Payne Haas was rook between rook and, and touchline as opposed to being between rook and goal line. Right, right. So and it was like they, they read up. that play. Yeah, yeah, heads up, see what's going on, see how. Then Ponga mm. could carry it that bit closer into the line, and then that's mm. why he threw the skip. I suppose they were into the halves, because um, no one kind of. The, or outside defenders kind of jammed as opposed to. Well, I know how you feel. Pushed. Being on the edge, yeah. Uh, and go, I'm going to attack something yeah. else. <laughs> Not moving <winger>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, yeah, but look, a great kind of marker for the series, I think. Um, mm. And hopefully the, we get a, the Blues win in Brisbane, so we get a desire. That will kind of be uh, be electric. It'll um, be interesting to see what way the, the Blues will bounce back, though, like, especially yeah. in Brisbane. Like. Yeah. Well, look, the back against the walls, so you're kind of going to see. Um, what's a Sunday fixture as well. the Crichton at 14? I know he came on for Stag. 
but he came on for a centre like I don't think it works you need that utility player like I I know White played well like but that that role suits him better than Crichton Mm. like he can play everywhere he can play in the halves he can play Lucy he can play centre he can play full back he can play wing he's a big physical body like he thrives in origin yeah yeah, but I I like Crichton but again I think he's not a victim but he's a result of the system yeah and that's what we've got to be careful with this Panther side is they're so dominant they're so well running Who's, who's the real superstar here and who's just a good player that's thriving in a system because mm. yeah, I think there's a few players, players them, like, yeah. yeah you take that player out of the system you look at Burton like he's still a, exactly. he's an okay player like but he wasn't the player that he's not producing what he produced in the Panther exactly he and can't like, do it on himself you kind of like just when you brought up Jerome Lewis there like you kind of then start to wonder like if he wasn't a, a Penrith would he be anywhere near an origin jersey and the honest answer off the top of my head is probably no mm. yeah. so we may, uh, New South Wales guilty of making decisions based on club partnerships as opposed to players like what, what the Maroons nail to be fair like you look at like historically they brought in Ali Langer who was playing at Warrington at the time wasn't even playing in Australia Um they pick players they know will arrive, will roll up to play in that jer- jumper. Yeah, what the, what the, the jersey means to them, like. Yeah, like like he's had a good season, but Paddy Harrigan, like, you couldn't say you've seen that in NRL form this season. No, but would, when the Brisbane lads, when he gets back to Brisbane, he'd be expected to to, to carry on. Like, yeah. yeah. Where you look at say Victor Radley, like Victor Radley has always played like that for any team he puts on, like. Yeah. You know that way. Yeah. And then. Paddy comes into Queensland and has a roll up like yeah. you just need him to go back and improve for Brisbane like yeah yeah fair yeah look I think the next fixture is 26th of June Sunday so oh Sunday so it'll be a Sunday lion I think um, yeah breakfast about with the game on but look yeah we'll, we'll park Origin there for the time being Um we'll get to the round four previews so first one up of memory serves is Yosef the Cowboys the Friday game Cowboys and Dragons just give me two seconds um, I think the Cowboys after last week like they'll be going well into this I'd, I'd like to see what uh, when Nanai comes out with this he, he had a bit of an injury there scare I know he came back on the mm-hmm. field there today but uh Will he back it up? I don't think. I don't think they actually need him to back up. Like, if the rest of him good, like, and I, you, yeah. you think Cotter and Dearden and all them boys will just go back into the into yeah. the, the system? Like, uh, Dragons Ben Hunt will go back in. It'll be interesting because the Cowboys are on a wave, but the Dragons. This could be a game to, to prove if the Dragons have it in the season, like to to, to continue on, like. If they if they go well with the Cowboys, the way the Cowboys are going with the form and stuff like that, it'll be um, it's more important for the Dragons than it is for the Cowboys to have a good game for this. I know yeah. they're backing up like they they have more players backing up. Cowboys have more players backing up from from the the state of origin. Like, but it'd be good to see Dragons point to the Cowboys 
I know it's up there and nobody really travels well up there I think it's 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 warm and sticky and temperatures come back down now is though. It, uh, once you get to the middle of the season yeah temperatures start to come back that's down that's not so. too bad but uh, I think Cowboys at home is a different beast as well like so I will go Cowboys and I will put 32-18 on it Oof, got to put down scores okay um, yeah yeah I, I'm agreeing with you there um, I'm playing it very safe this week because obviously I know it was at a bridge round last weekend but I went 4 from 4 and you went 2 from 4 so slowly chipping come back season score is Tash 51 Sasquatch 45 and he's 6 in it Jesus, close. I didn't know oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she gave that me before <laughs> I paid my picks. Yeah, yeah, I meant to say it to you, but you, yeah. you just shot into it. Whatever, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you there. Cowboys, I'll back the Cowboys for that. Um, As a Friday game, it's not Thursday game, not tomorrow, it's Friday. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so next game Titans, Bunnies, Saturday, 11 o'clock in the morning. For the Titans, obviously, Jaden Campbell. Is set for kind of a lengthy stint on the sideline. Mm. So AJ Brimson is going to move to fullback. Paul Turner is going to make his debut. Corey Thompson is out with a knee injury, but Greg Marsh is just going to push across to the wing. Um, Patrick Herbert will come into the centres for Isan Masters. And then is Tino going to back up? Likely will. Um, didn't pick up any knocks. He did play with a lot of minutes there. I think but he does so that every week. Yeah. No, um and that will likely push Isaac Liu up the prop and then Foteca uh, out to the bench for the Bunnies Murray and Jairo, um, yeah they're kind of the, their bumps and bruises but I think they should be able to to back up um, Tavita Titola uh, is back from Sednock and Mark Nichols is on the bench which of course drops out Shaq Mitchell um, Blake Taff 18th man and Latrell's uh, come back from the hamstring injuries, pushed back by a week as he tested positive for COVID on Sunday. He's 11 so stone down, 11 kg down, isn't he? He lost mm. a little bit of weight over there. Probably which is, probably which is strange on America. Not, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not one I kind of thought. Uh, he just never kind of struck me as, he's a natural player, he's not a kind of a fitness freak, but it's great to see that he's taking a very serious comeback. So Especially going over uh, there, like, yeah. Mm. the chance to go over there and see what way they do it like yeah but uh, yeah my prediction I suppose uh, I'd be going with the bunnies now um, I don't see much in the the Titans especially now they've lost kind of their X factor in Jaden Campbell um, they're relying so heavily on Tino there's only so much he can do after that they look a bit lost yeah Um I would be saying it could be like a 36 point to 12 victory for the Bunnies quite heavy yeah I, loss. I think so as well Rabbitohs Rabbitohs by 15 anyway Fair. with scores yeah uh, Roosters and Storm on Saturday at half 8 Roosters at home uh, Teddy backing up the Storm boys or the Queensland boys coming back I don't think any of the storm lads took big enough knocks to, to not oats oats yeah oats is, well he, I think he's no, geez, that was a bad one I tell cinemosis yeah it was even his leg was completely drawn around but uh, look Meany's there like they have plenty out there for like 
they're makeshift wingers they have <laughs> that do so well yeah it's more my fancy that's more <laughs> yeah. my fancy that's looking wrecked yeah um, just going by last week with the roosters like I think the storm will will put them to the sword unless it's going to be that week that they win like when when they get right but I just think the storm form wise give back the storm now it's going to be tight at, at 16-12 I think but uh, yeah I think yeah, you're, you're with, right with the with the energy Cam Munster's going to bring back into the camp like I think well here's one something I meant to bring up John the origin thing so have you heard the Munster moustache conspiracy theory I, I have seen it I haven't okay. dived, deep dived into it like the so rest is. when Cam Munster has a moustache he has a career year for the storm and when he shaves his moustache he's in career form for the Maroons right so he shaved yeah. So is that going to see a dip in form at club <laughs> level? Because he was phenomenal. Oh. Um, no, I think I think he'd be all right. I always think. Uh, no, it can be well, Cam so. with the hair and all that. Like, and you just yeah. you just love to see it. Like, especially like the, yeah. like big flowing locks in the beginning of the season, buzz cut then, and then bleach blonde hair then. <laughs> he can do so, whatever he wants. Like, it was brilliant on the commentary today. Joey was in. Um, when he pulled off the strip against Crichton at the end when they were proper under the pressure and he just said he goes there's 90,000 people in this stadium and only he's thinking of doing that yeah, and yeah. I was like yeah that's yeah. fairly it's very hit the nail on the, the, the head yeah. um, Storm obviously as well are looking to they've, they've won the last five against the Roosters so I'm probably going to follow you in on that as well yeah I just think yeah it's down in Amy Park too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Next up, um, key fiction. Uh, or sorry, lay fiction. Saturday, ten thirty-five up in Suncorp Broncos Raiders. So for the Broncos, Adam Reynolds is back. Um, Ezra Mam is staying in five eight, and Tyson Gamble is out with kind of a knock. Uh, nothing too, kind of strenuous. Cork Capewell is actually set to be rested. Um, that was announced on Tuesday, so I don't think he's gonna. Obviously, he's not gonna back up. They kind of obviously scheduled for him to be out. Payne Hash should be okay to play. Stags is a doubt, obviously, on the back of that. And then obviously, I'm assuming uh, Salon Cabo and Paddy Carrigan are gonna are gonna back up. Um, yeah. For the Raiders, Jordan Rapan obviously got his one game ban. It's gonna see. I think James Schiller is gonna come in and start on the wing. And then obviously you'd be assuming that Jack White and Josh Papali would be fit to, to back up. Um which would mean that Frawley would probably drop back to the reserves and Corey Horsborough will go back to the bench. Corey Arianara is back from his COVID protocols. Um so he'll probably return to the bench as well. I can't actually back the Broncos, so I'm gonna back the the Raiders. Um to be fair I just think uh, the reason I'm doing this is actually is, you're a Raiders fan that's all Don't yeah but I'm gonna, gonna, gonna spoof here for a bit it's just I think there's a lot of young Broncos that made their origin debut so I think the emotional factor of having to get back up again so soon after I think it, it's very difficult for, for young athletes to do that because they would have been up the walls and then You'd arguably say that, uh, especially the Maroons ones, so Cabo and Paddy Carrigan, they both have phenomenal 
performances like Payne Haas I didn't think was exceptional and Tony Staggs uh, did what he could with yeah, what yeah, the touches he got and then went yeah. off injured so yeah. he probably won't be playing so that's why I'm going Raiders I'll bullshit and I go Broncos <laughs> yeah that's fair enough Reynolds is back uh, yeah, I that. No, that, 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 was, that was a good bit of spoof to be fair yeah, yeah, uh, Western Tigers and Seagulls on Sunday at 5 o'clock you be watching the highlights for this one um, Manny played really well last week the sacking of Maguire and the so-called player revolution or, or revolt in, in the Tigers that are supposedly coming like there's five or six players that said <laughs> if he gets sacked he'll uh, they'll go with him like so be interesting to see what way they react to that I think Manly have too much in this to um, to not beat them like especially the way the Tigers are at the minute like it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what way they react but I don't think the reaction that the the board think they're going to get will be the same as the players are going to give no, no yeah look I, I don't know about them kind of articles I don't know who's leaking all this kind of stuff that's, that's a bigger part of the puzzle of the West Tigers it's probably also a way of <laughs> players kind of saying well, you know what this club is shit so how do I get out of here and this is what I'm going to do I'm going to revolt if they get rid of Madge who's definitely going to get sacked at some point this season um, but yeah um, yeah I'd probably i probably back you and the, the sea uh, back in the Eagles and I don't think it's like as clear cut as if say Manly were playing the Warriors again um, on the back of Madge being dropped um, or being sacked because I do think the West has still played some good ball this year but yeah I think just it's a bit of a mess at present so it's always safest to, to go with the side that's not in a mess now you have to say what's him I think Tim Sheens came out on the 360 was it and yeah. his points are, are valid that he was saying that we either cut our losses bring in a coach and get him to implement the players he wants to bring in instead of going to the end of the season cutting them then and then the manager that comes in or the coach comes in and says these are not the players I wanted and I think that's the way the Tigers have been going in recent years. Like, exactly, yeah. It's they're kind of operating as if they're in like a sport that has a set transfer window, yeah. as opposed to a sport in which negotiations are always going on. So they're kind of leaving themselves behind the ball. Now, I think that club will not be right until Justin Pascoe goes. But I think that, so. that's, that's a, a big, big problem there. Battle for a different day. He's not going to sack himself. No. Fortunately, eh. <laughs> right, next fixture. Five past seven Sunday morning. Do you know what? Take that lion. Um, Newcastle Knights, Penrith Panthers. Uh, seven o five McDonald's Jones Stadium in Newcastle. So, bit of a boost for the Knights. Court man is named to return. Um, from his and uh, his ankle injury, he's gone since round seven. And Jacob Zafi he's obviously going to replace his brother Daniel, who is out again with a knee injury. Ponga, Gagai, they should all back up from kind of origin handily enough. So no real issues there. And I think just Tex High is listed among the reserves. And in the event Ponga was kind of didn't make it through, sometimes you get an odd kind of injury didn't see come up from origin. He just slotted in full back. But I think it should be all good. It should be Ponga and, and Gagai in. For the Panthers, no side is more likely 
to like be missing players but I think they should have got off relatively scot-free so Cleary, Martin, Isaiah Yo, Crichton, Brian Tao, Jerome, Jerome Louis they're all going to like back up obviously I don't think I have um, a serious injury like. no the only real change I think from the squad that beat the Cowboys in round 12 because they obviously didn't play last weekend is Matt Eisenhout is on the bench instead of Spencer Lino but other than that I think it's all good um, yeah I'd be backing the Panthers heavy on this I think there may be some fr- frustrations from a poor origin performance by the Panthers clientele um, I know it is up in Newcastle but I would be saying Panthers and I'd be saying pff, it could be a nil I'd be saying 32 nil yeah I'd go in hard with you there if the if the Knights score a try that'd be very well. much and much they might kick a penalty before they play the game at Clifford and then yeah then do nothing after that <laughs> bend over it's a, it's a bold yeah. strategy <laughs> let's see how it plays out yeah let's see how it works Todd um, yeah yeah not much not much to add to that game and then yeah. look it'll probably end up being the game of the round uh, Warriors <laughs> and Sharks at a quarter past nine on a Sunday uh, another another victim of, of the chopping block this Nathan Brown's gone for the Warriors uh, Stacey Jones coming in which mm. could be interesting he's a, mm. a cult, cult player like and, and most of them boys New Zealand boys will know him like so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how he goes with them I think it's a week too early maybe to see the to see the difference but um yeah. it'd be interesting to see just how he goes and uh, is he is he I'd say he was looking for a, an NRL coaching job at some stage like maybe this is this mightn't be <laughs> the one you want but it's 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 the ones you get you never see a good team exactly you never see a good team sacking a coach <laughs> like it's always a bad team man that's no. the way you're going to start so yeah. but and the I only think, thing is he is yeah sorry just a quick question oh. in addition to being a cult hero he's also cut his teeth do you know what I mean? He's oh, done yeah, his yeah. He's done his bit, like yeah, like he's yeah. been around. They've been around the game for a long, long time in, in the yeah. background, like and stuff like that. Uh, the Sharks, the Kinds come back, no, no effect on them. Most lads coming back, no effect. I think that did the Sharks lose the week previous. The Sharks did got back by the Roosters. Yeah, yeah. So in I think two, yeah, the, yeah, the, the Sharks will look for a bounce back from that. The Warriors, as I say, it could be a week too early for for Stacey Jones to stamp his authority in them. But you might see a small response to him being in, in the box, where some of the lads want to play for him. Like so, it'd be interesting to see. But I think the Sharks would win. If I had to put a score, I think 24-14 Yeah. Um yeah I think I think you might get a bounce back in terms of performance from the Warriors I still think you're probably right about around the score mark um, I still think the Sharks have too much in them they've kind of had a, a rest week without losing any stars um, yeah, nobody to really origin yeah fatigue wise and stuff you like flash, that and, and like the, they don't even have the emotional mess of last year where Ronaldo thought he was a Maroon and then, yeah, then, he and then came back and we know now he's yeah. not a Maroon he's not a Maroon 
Um, yeah, so I, I think I'll, I'll back it with the Sharky score there. Um, it's kind of just one of those rounds, I think. It's it's very hard to find the vice of fixtures, mm. um, having looked through the yeah. list as well, just in case people think we're taking us off way out. Um, final fixture, 7 a.m., Monday morning, 13th of June, Acor Stadium, Sydney. Don't get up early. Monday's tough enough. No. Bulldogs, Eels. By the time um, you get up, the results or the highlights will be on YouTube. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You can sit down, open your inbox, yeah. pull out a cup of coffee, and then go, okay. Sign on to work and look on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the Bulldogs, Jake Avrillo's named the fullback, Corey Allen, the centres. Um, it's kind of how they took the field last week when kind of. Allen was originally named to replace Dufty at fullback. Uh, Tavia Pangai is listed among the reserves, uh, but he is kind of he's pushing to be fit. But I don't know if he's going to be fit, so he's probably if he if he is making it's going to be a very last minute call. Uh, Luke Thompson is sidelined. Uh, he's kind of suffering with delayed concussion symptoms, which is not it's never good to kind of see that, especially as young he is into his career. And Dufty's listed as 18th man. Uh, for the new, for the Eels, Coltero, Mike Acevo is back, baby. Scored two first last game. week, did he? In yeah, the, first. You said Wales Cup. Wales Cup, yeah. First NRL fixture since round 23 last year. Uh, obviously, his return sees Wagga Blake move to the centres. And unfortunately enough, because I actually really like him, I think he's just a real solid professional. Tom Apicek is dropping down to 18th man as a, as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Pensini had missed round 12 with a concussion but he's good to go and then again they, they're another side who's lucky enough with their origin reps so Ryan Madison Jr. Paolo Regan Campbell Gillard they'd all be fit to back up I'm assuming mm. um, especially seeing as the fact is the game's on a Monday yeah, so they the yeah it's a big it's a big window Um so yeah and because it's an evening game as well it's like it's close to five um, days as well so yeah I'm back in the eels and I'm back in the eels in a big way back in the eels in a big way I'm saying eels 42-10 because they like the score yeah if they go they go and that's the scary thing Mm. the Bulldogs like if, if if Moses and Brown are on it and to get the ball to Sebo, and he is just mad to go. It could be a scary, scary. And Will Penasino and, and, and Wanga Blake in the centre is a good pair, and like I like them to very attack. And look, the fact of the matter is, Sebo is going to score two tries on his return. He's like, just going, I there's just, nothing to do to stop it. Whoever, uh, well, Duffy's lucky enough that he's on 18 man because I'd hate to be the full back when he beats the winger and he's doing a, a teddy on you. I mean, not shit yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I know the yeah. bravery, but there's also stupidity as well. Like, and it's a very fine line. I, I think it's called. I think it's called making a business decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Expecting to make a lot of decisions. Take the dummy. Take the dummy. <laughs> yeah. You're carrying it in one hand. Yeah, yeah. No, you never know. Pass yeah. it both directions. The guy's yeah. one hand. You don't give a fuck about yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose the key fixture is the Broncos and the Raiders because it's the only one we've disagreed on um, this week um, it's handy to know when talking up the scores uh, <laughs> I suppose uh, looking domestically um, 
fixtures last weekend Galway Tribesmen uh, travelled down to face the Longhorns a draw that played out 24-24 from all reports a very competitive highly uh, competitive fixture the Exiles and the Appoy Fighting Irish was reduced to a friendly owing to kind of uh, reduced playing numbers in the Appoy camp um, so I can't forget the score on that one I think it was more a training training game uh, that went ahead if reports are be to be believed uh, this weekend obviously Exiles second side is going to play Brianbridge Broncos that's the other fixture sorry as well is the Exiles second put a bit of a score on the Cork Bulls the travelling Cork Bulls 70, it was 76-10 20 20 20 is that one advertised fair fair um, so the Exiles 2s are going to back that up against Banbridge Broncos in the weekend that fixture is in Terenure as well and then the remaining fixtures this weekend I think is Longhorns Exiles is that game also postponed I Remember? don't know thought I'd seen earlier in the in the year that, that game postponed but it's definitely tribesmen are travelling down uh, to Northmead to face off against the Atboy Fighting Irish so yeah that's pretty much I think all the news we have domestically here um, yeah I don't think there's anything else from myself no I just there's a lot of new faces around the, around the club scene now a lot of the older more uh, senior statesmen have moved on to greener pastures and it's interesting to see how the established teams go with all these new players in which it, yeah. ultimately it's growing the game in, in the in the country like I know mm. that the Longhorns and the eggs, uh, the Longhorns and the Tribesmen fielded a very different, uh, mm. different team than the semi-final last year. Like so, be interesting to see how they go. Uh, Exiles season progresses. Are going from strength to strength again. Like they're facing three teams, like the women's, men's, two men's teams. Like I know you can say that they're up in the city, like, but they're still really pushing it. And it was great to see there in Terenure that they had a. Was it that was their diversity uh, touch game or something before the game? Like so, like that that place is buzzing up there. Like so, it's great to see. Yeah, they've built they've built a community there. To be fair, yeah, yeah. Um, and all the the stuff they put up on on Instagram, like their the quality and stuff like that. That's their their mantra. Like that they really back that, and there's some good lads in the background. Yeah. Like, and look, it's it's it's. It's 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 ultimately the key to sustainability for clubs. Uh, we've kind of probably seen too many clubs in this country rise and then go and disappear. You look at say like maybe a Treaty City Titans who are um like untouchable is probably the best side in the country for like a, it was at least five ten years and yeah. then now there's no rugby been played in no rugby league been played in Limerick which is it's a sad sad kind of state of affairs. But uh, yeah, no, the Dumbs of the XLs have probably been around the longest and they've built a great kind of club um, yeah, not just yeah. a side kind of yeah. in the last number of years so no, and they're very yeah, social no full credit well, to, like, yeah so yeah, yeah. the social side of the club like it, it makes it a lot easier to yeah. target the, other players like yeah yeah um, yeah no arguments here um, yeah I suppose that's all from me and that is me done as well thank you and good night good luck Eight minutes to go.
eight points all. Played to Kiri, gears down the left, short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo, into the backfield. Gibson to the next go! Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.